they don't even qualify for forgiveness. I know $10,000 doesn't put a dent in $300,000, but it helps, you know what I mean? What if I told you that you could live the life of your dreams? What if I told you that you learn a lot in high school and some of it's helpful, but none of it really prepares you for the real world? Where do you learn how to start your own business? How to pick a career? How to grow and excel by doing what you love and not what you were told? How to pay taxes and invest? Who teaches you how to win with your money and live your best life in the process? I do. You're listening to Mia Reveals. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me on the pod today. Welcome back to the show that is committed to helping you win with your money and live your best life in the process. And today we're going to talk about this trend going around social media where people are joking and you can't see me, but I put up air quotes. (laughs) There's air quotes around the word joking because we all know it's not really a joke. But there's a joke going around about how people are approaching their student loan debt. Now, for the most part, I think we all know the big news right now is that old Joe might have come through, and I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong, because I really didn't think he would do it. Now, I did say that he was only going to forgive about $10,000 if he did do it, but I really didn't think he was going to do it. But he has forgiven anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000 per borrower based on their income and whether or not they receive the Pell Grant. I'm not going to get into too much of that right now. I mean we've got time to talk details. It's not happening today or tomorrow or even this month. The reality of it is that student loan forbearance was extended until December, basically January. So the forgiveness is not going to start until after the forbearance ends. So as more details come out, I'll probably publish one or two episodes giving you guys the latest and greatest with facts and not just opinions. Because right now, a lot of guesstimations and opinions are being reported because there just aren't a lot of facts to discuss. But the facts today are that in just a couple of months, millions of student loan borrowers will face repayments of their student loans. And they just aren't ready. Because let's be honest, forgiveness of $10,000, even $20,000, that's great. But the average student loan balance is over $30,000. And that's just the average. There are millions of students who graduate from college with fifty, sixty, dollars and $70,000 worth of student loans. Then there are those who continue to get further education like graduate degrees and doctorate degrees. Y'all, I listen to doctors who are earning one salaries who are stressed about their $300,000 student loan balances. They don't even qualify for forgiveness. I know $10,000 doesn't put a dent in $300,000, but it helps. You know what I mean? So regardless of how much is forgiven, most borrowers are still going to owe money. They get a little relief, which may bring that payment down some. But starting in January, they're going to have to figure out how to amend their budget to fit in a student loan payment after almost three years of living life without having to worry about it. Which brings us to this ostrich method. Now, if you don't know what an ostrich is, it's that a really fat bird with long chicken legs and a long skinny neck. That's the best way that I can explain it over the air, I'm sorry. And apparently it's believed that ostriches stick their head in the sand. I don't know why. I actually just read that and even true. It's a myth and somehow we've just run with it. So the metaphor is that when we are faced with problems that we'd rather avoid, it's like we're ostriches and we 
stick our head in the sand. Y'all don't ask me. Okay, I don't make this stuff up. I just report on it. So pay attention. So when it comes to the student loan thing, the joke is to take the ostrich approach and just ignore it. Don't look at the balance. Don't pay the bill. Act like it's not there and hope it's going to go away. And while this trend, like most trends, may seem like something new and cool to do, the truth is, even before the forbearance began, forbearance meaning the pause on student loan payments, y'all, I know people are listening like, forbearance? Girl, stop using that big word and just say pause on repayments. My bad. But before Trump paused student loan payments, people had already started telling student loan providers to talk to the hand, which is why they were paused in the first place. Now, here's the issue with that. No matter how far down in the sand you bury your skull, when it comes to these student loans, they aren't going away. You miss a payment, the account goes into a delinquent status, which just means that you have fallen behind on payments. But after you are in that delinquent status for an extended period of time when you just don't make payments at all, your account goes into default. That means that the total amount of your student loan balance is due immediately. Whew, this is making my head hurt. Let me tell you why. Because once your account goes delinquent, before it even hits default status, it's reported to the credit bureaus. Now, I think I've spent at least two episodes explaining to you the benefit of having a good credit score and why you don't want a bad one, I'd go listen to the last two episodes if I were you. But to keep this episode short and to the point, I'll just say if you're thinking about owning a home one day, then you probably shouldn't miss a student loan payment. You want to borrow money to buy a car? Then don't miss out on your student loan payments. Want a credit card? Same deal. And if you think that you can just lease a car instead of getting a car loan or rent an apartment instead of buying a house, guess what? Uh Uh-uh, don't work like that. Your credit's going to be run for that too. Anything that requires a good credit score is going to be affected by your choice to stick your head in the sand and not pay your student loan bill. But that's not the worst of it, y'all. Get this. As of now, you can make payments on the loan, right? meaning you don't have to pay it in full right now. But the moment that account goes into default, you lose that option. The total bill will be due right then and there. And for those who are saying, that's cool, because I ain't paying it then either. Yep, it is cool. Until the government starts garnishing your wages. That means taking the money out of your paycheck. And you can't scream foul on the play. That's illegal. They can't do that. Actually... It's illegal for you to breach a contract, and that's essentially what anyone who decides to stop paying their student loan does. When you sign for that loan, you signed a contract agreeing to pay. And if you stop paying, you are in breach of that contract, meaning you can actually get sued for defaulting on your student loans. So, yeah, they're well within their rights to garnish your wages, aka take it out of your paycheck. The same way child support can be garnished, student loans can be too. They can keep your tax returns until your balance is paid. Yeah, baby, they can come for those tax returns. That child tax credit, they can take that if you decide to default on your student loans. And if it still isn't paid, if you manage to retire and still have student loans in default, did you know they can take your social security? Student loans do not just go away because you decide to stick your head in the sand. I am so sorry, guys. I really am. But these are the facts. And whether you knew it or not, that's kind of what you signed up for. And if you think you're just going to file bankruptcy, think again. 
your student loans are not automatically discharged if you file for bankruptcy. Now, there are cases where you can get your student loans discharged if you file bankruptcy, but the option is only available for certain types of loans based on certain borrower stipulations. And you do have to take additional steps to get your student loans discharged if they qualify and you file for bankruptcy. But that's worst case scenario, people, and I don't want that for anybody. Y'all, I feel like such a terrible person. But this is information that you need. Like, I don't want you to be on Twitter thinking it's cool to not pay your student loans back in January, then be wondering why didn't anybody tell you that you can ruin your credit, that they can come after your paycheck and steal your baby's tax credit. This is the stuff you need to know because TikTok will make you hee hee, that's funny, but reality is going to snatch that hee hee smile right off your face. Be looking like that Jordan crying meme and I don't want that. I don't want that for you. So if you are honestly afraid that you won't be able to afford your student loan payments even after the forgiveness, you still have options that are better than burying your head in the sand. First of all, you've had a head start. You've had two and a half years to start planning for repayments to start back. And I know that inflation has gotten bad since the world has opened back up, but you still got three more months this year. So pull out that budget or start that budget, either one, and figure out where you can start pulling back to make some type of payment. And the next thing is to remember that you are making payments and those payments are negotiable. So get on the phone and call your loan provider and work out a repayment plan that works for your budget. And sometimes the loan provider will allow you to go back into forbearance for a short period of time until you can start making those agreed upon payments. I don't know how lenient they're going to be after a two and a half year forbearance and forgiveness, but that doesn't mean that you can't still ask the question because you do have repayment options. There are income-based repayment options. Um, if you work for certain nonprofit organizations or even have um, a government job, there are specific repayment plans for you. Doing this is going to work so much better than deciding not to pay at all. I'm telling you, I feel bad. My heart really hurts for anyone who is dreading having to start making those payments again. But I do at least hope that this has helped someone. That anyone thinking that their best option was just to ignore their student loans seriously reconsiders that because it's just not going to work out for you the way that you think it was. Didn't the pink sauce teach y'all anything? I didn't see it, but for some people it looked good on TikTok. But in real life, it was a whole nother sour milk story, so... I'm just saying, years from now, when you buy your first home with a great interest rate because you kept up your good credit score and paid your student loans, you'll thank me. And that's all that matters. Money definitely isn't always going to be a feel-good topic, but I wouldn't be doing you service. I wouldn't be doing you any good if I didn't tell you guys the truth, even when you didn't really want to hear it. But I do it because I love you guys so much. I really do. Go find and follow me on Instagram for more practical financial advice and motivation that will help you live your best life at Mia underscore reveals underscore YT. My YouTube channel, Mia Reveals, has more tips to help you win with your money. My website, MiaReveals.com, is a hub for it all. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. Until the next time.